Hey everybody, welcome to the Vet Tech Tap Room. This is our spin-off series from the Vet Tech Cafe. These episodes are live and uncut, discussing hot topics in our field, or talking about previous episodes amongst ourselves, and always highlight something positive happening in our profession. These episodes will be published as regular podcast episodes and will also be available on our YouTube channel as well. So get yourself a beer or a potato water and find us live on Instagram and join the discussion. Now if you'll excuse us, those are our beers the bartender is pouring. Hello, caffeinators. Welcome to the VetTech Tap Room. Hello, everybody. Uh, Where it's still always VetTech Week here at the VetTech Tap Room. (laughs) it's uh, actually a little bit late for you tonight, Dave. How's it going out there? You got it's, a good beer? Uh, I'm I'm actually working tomorrow, super early. So uh, I, I had a I had a couple drinks earlier today. We went out to the cider works and had a couple of ciders, so that was good. Uh, we're doing great here, watching sports filled day. Uh, Red, so- <laughs> Red Sox won for me in the 13th inning, so I'm I'm pretty jacked about that. And you and I are are facing off in our NFL fantasy, so. Yeah, we are. Uh, we're about half time in that game, and I'm hoping I'm hoping Josh Allen can and, come back and get me and enough points the only to beat two, you. And we're yeah, and we're the only two alive in our weekly oh yeah in the football pool, pool as yeah. well. So so there's 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 a couple of dollars on the line <laughs> as well right, just for picking right. the the winners for the weekend. So yeah, so um, but anyway, uh, so we wanted to, to put this tap room together. Um, it's actually our first tap room really since uh, since Ivex, right. um, you know, several weeks ago now. Um, but uh, there was a post making its way around Facebook, I think primarily a couple of weeks ago, really took off like wildfire yeah, yeah. in our in our profession. Um, I, I mean, I can't believe how many people I saw it shared by in, in such a short period of time. Um, but thankfully, a, a couple of our previous guests called in to question some of the... Yeah. Yeah, the uh, the the correctness in there, and and did some digging. So, thanks to Liz Houston and and um, Beth Ann for for looking into this too. Yep. What what did what did you think there? What? Well, what I mean, think? I I saw the post. I forget what morning it was, but I woke up and I saw it on at, at least four or five of my my friends' pages, and I said, "Oh wow, these numbers are kind of staggering." And you know, I, I shared it without actually doing the research and saying, "Is this right? Is this is this accurate?" Because as I read through it. I looked at that. I'm like, yeah, that sounds about right. Um, whether or not that kind of sounds like what we're experiencing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. So I looked at that. I'm like, yeah, that all that checks out um, without actually looking at the numbers and you know verifying it because you know it, it, it's kind of what we wanted to talk about today is are we in a, a crisis? Um, yeah. And you know all the signs point to yeah we are. And, and the other article we're going to be talking about tonight is is what's the cause of it and how do we fix it? Um, right. Right. Uh, but but this post, you know, like you said, gathered a whole lot of traction um, and made its rounds with, you know, people that, you know, that you and I are both both friends with and and right, you know, have worked with and respect and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but you know, kind of looking at that social media posts and I don't want to say backlash from it, but the the questioning of the numbers made me think about should I be sharing things without actually looking at them. Yeah. Um, and kind of put me in my in my place to say, hey, maybe you should be uh, investigating these things a little bit better before you just blindly share yeah. it. Yeah, it's so easy to do, especially like you said. I mean, so many of our coworkers or our colleagues that we you know have tremendous amount of respect for, and so easy to fall into that pattern and just say, oh, yeah, that 
theoretically that checks out because that's what that's what we're all dealing yeah, with. And, and the other thing that I looked at, and I, I made an edit to my post and said, you know, regardless of if the numbers are correct or not, um, we are struggling as a profession, and mm-hmm. we do need some compassion, and we do need to be yeah. people that are not in our vet vet med circle to to realize that these these things are going on and that you know that the profession is is at a at a crossroads where we need to do something yeah. about it yeah yeah one of the one of the faculty that i i worked with at tufts he was actually a, an ecc resident while i was there he's now a boarded criticalist and is, is now on faculty there but um, a couple of my former coworkers there shared the post as well and, and I, I think he was one that also kind of looked into the numbers and and said, you know, the, the problem with that kind of post, regardless of, of the numbers or what they are, is that that solely puts the blame then on just the volume and the clients, but doesn't really, the, the blame really for, for all, so much of this is, this is exacerbating, exacerbated underlying conditions mm-hmm. that have been here for so long. It's while, yeah, those numbers, accuracy, whatever, like, yeah, they're, they're scary and they're crazy. But that that's not the point. The point is we have been suffering for this for a long time, yeah. pre-COVID. And, I, and then he was the one that I first saw that posted this article that came from JAVMA um, that kind of took it in a different way and said, let's stop blaming the clients and, and the pets. Yeah. And instead, let's look inward and, and really start to figure out a focus. And then saw a number of people sharing this article, um, you know, kind of in, in response to that. I thought that was... It was like, you know, as things were kind of developing that day or the next day, whatever it was, I thought that was kind of a neat redirect to say, like, yeah. instead of just being shocked at the numbers, like, actually, let's let's look, let's actually look at the reasons why these are happening. And frankly, other than some additional stressors with the pandemic, this has all been there for yeah for for decades, well, well, yeah. well before that. So yeah, um, so th- this article, in case you guys haven't seen it. Um, and we, it we'll share in, it, yeah. It, yeah, we'll share it. It's in the JAVMA News, uh, the September 15th, 2021 issue. Um, and it's called, Are We in a Veterinary Workforce Crisis? Understanding Our Reality Can Guide Us to a Solution. And it's by Matthew Salah. I think I'm saying that right. But he's PhD, AVMA's Chief Economist, and Gail Galab, um, the Chief Veterinary Officer for the AVMA. And there are some really, really great discussion points in there. And uh, I, the first thing that grabbed me was that you know, looking at the, the, this is a very data, data heavy article. Yeah. <laughs> um, and you know, sometimes you just read those numbers and you kind of gloss over them because you're like 26% here and, and 15% there. You know, the, the first thing that, that jumps out to me is that there, there was not a pandemic pet boom. There was no, mm-hmm. uh, increase in, uh, adoptions. There's actually right. a, a drop in adoptions. A little which, bit of a decrease. Which, yeah. It is not what we've been told for the last right. year and a half was that the the big problem was that people were home and and adopted all these pets and now we're now we're strapped with all these these vet visits that need to happen but that actually did not happen um, right you know no, another just another case of misinformation floating out there that becomes fact because oh yeah that makes sense people are home why wouldn't they adopt right. another dog or adopt another cat and oh now this now this one needs uh, vaccines and all this other stuff. Um, but just the just the debunking the fact that there was no pan- pandemic pet yeah. boom uh, was kind of the first piece of data that I saw that actually you know verified what I, I kind of didn't believe. 
Um, yeah, and and it goes on to say as well. Uh, it was like the the lowest number, and this this chart here that's in the article is specifically for you know shelter pets that are adopted. Yeah, but it goes on to say as well that um, you know in terms of say puppies, right? You know new new puppies that you get directly from breeders yeah. or, or what have you. Um, it even goes on to say that you know it's it's unlikely that breeders quote unquote or, or you know whatever could have increased demand or increased supply enough in terms of puppies which is kind of a weird thing to way of think of puppies as supply right uh, but to, but to actually you know combine that with them with shelter pets and make this massive increase in in pets um obtained and, and it mm-hmm. actually just didn't happen right um and, and so so super fascinating there to, to kind of think about okay well then if it's not a crazy in case or a crazy case of you know an increase in pets that we're treating, then what's actually going on here? Mm-hmm. And and they then they start to talk about practice efficiency, right? And how you know with curbside and everything else that was really decreased. Um, so we 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 needed to see more pets in a day, but because of the decreased efficiency, we just weren't physically able right to see the necessary number of cases per day. It was just, you know, again, from an economic and like a, a numbers standpoint, you and I are stat geeks. Like <laughs> this was this was, you know, really interesting to read yeah. and, and kind of break this down, I thought. Well, and just with the efficiency part of it, you know, I, I I work in some general practices now and most of the appointments are, you know, 30 minute appointments uh, for something quick and easy or 45 minute appointments for, you know, maybe a sick visit. And I'm thinking back to before pandemic i i think they were doing like 15 or even 20 minute appointments that Mm -hmm. you know that 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 kind of really impacts the day that to to have that lack of availability of of veterinary staff to see these patients when you know one of the things that they brought up in this in this article was that that it's not the it's, it's not the pet boom it's the fact that we had to only see urgent things at the very beginning of the pandemic. And then now all the well visits and the vaccine visits all got passed off because people were only seeing uh, emergency, emergency things or urgent care things. And now there's this backlog of wellness visits that the field is trying desperately to catch up with. And guess what? There's still urgent care and there's still emergencies that come in that still need to be addressed. And, you know, Robin works in general practice and, and, you know, she she mentioned to me at one point that having to send something to an ER vet because they're not able to see it, that doesn't really fix the problem because the ER vets are are still just as slammed as, as they always have been, and now they have this influx of uh, you know ear infections or uh, limping that that can't be seen at a general practice because they're so backed up. So everyone is, right. is kind of getting backed up and that's why at some of these emergency practices there's three six nine twelve hour waits which is just yeah is just yeah. crazy yeah it, it and this article says here like just because kind of as an example just for some numbers like let's say a practice sees 100 patients a week yeah if that practice sees a five percent increase in business so an increase in five patients that's only 105 patients per week. That's that's, the, that's one additional a day on yeah, a Monday exactly. through Friday. One that's, a day. Yeah. That's not that much. But if you drop efficiency by, say, 25%, now you're only seeing, say, 78, 75, 78 patients a week. So that's like a, a big, big, big yeah. disparity. Yeah. Um, and so, you know, I think about, too, you know, kind of going back to your point about, 
the, the backlog of wellness and, and then the, the specialty and ER places being so overwhelmed. I think part of it is because in so many places, there's a lack of an urgent care type of facility, which right. which I'm kind of referring to as like a middle ground, right. not specialty, but not GP, right. that can take a lot of this just, you know, um, probably stuff that could be taken care of at a general practice, but also doesn't need specialty medicine, the lack repairs, the yeah, yeah. at night ear infections, the, the, you know, the basic traumas and things. And, and, and there, there isn't a huge segment of that in the, in the veterinary industry. No, there really, there really is it. Unless you're in major metropolitan areas. And, and so you either have the general practices or you have those specialty in ERs and, and, those those staffing issues that now we've been dealing with for for so long are just magnified mm-hmm. so so much. Well, and if you think about the urgent care practices, uh, you know, probably ten fifteen years ago there were a lot of them, but what what's mm-hmm. happened to them? They've all just expanded to now being full on ER practices with right. twenty four hours as opposed to you know only being open after hour after hours. It's just not. Uh, I, I guess maybe it's not a business model that's sustainable, and, and that's. Yeah, that that's why they've gone away. I'm not really sure what the answer to that is, um, but yeah, there, like you said, there's. I think I know of one in our area that that there's just they just see urgent care like after hours things yeah. and they close at night. Yeah. Um, although we are seeing a lot in this area where um, some of the you know the big corporate practices are shutting down, mm-hmm. you know, overnight services or ER yeah. services because right. they don't have the staff for it. So. Right, you know, maybe maybe and some see, of them are being pushed back into being an, an urgent care practice, whereas you know normally they were full on ER specialty. Yeah, and see where where I'm at. That's the, that's the kind of practice that that I did for emergency for so long mm-hmm. was an overnight weekend holiday ER closed during the day. Um, that's my wife Molly. That's where she practices. Um, and so, I mean, I think in Orange County here where I live, I think there's four of them that are just that model. Yeah. Um, on top of then, you know, all the specialty centers and then, of course, all the general practices. So there's like a, a decent amount of the kind of intermediate level. But I, I just don't think that's reality. Everywhere. No, it's not. Um, and then one other point I wanted to make, too, about, you know, just kind of some of the numbers here uh, that were in this JAVMA article. Um, there's a, a chart in here that has uh, uh, that addresses like veterinary turnover as compared to other professions. <laughs> yeah. And the DVM turnover rate is two times that of an MD per their stats, and the CVT turnover rate is higher than an RN turnover rate as yeah. well. And, and um, the, what is that? That's roughly, as I'm looking at the graph, roughly 26% is the CVT turnover rate, which... Yeah, as, a, as opposed to maybe 18 or 19% for right, RN. Right, right. Um, and then it kind of goes on to ad- address the the root causes of, of these problems, right? Like, I mean, all the things that we've been talking about yeah. for so long. We talk about everywhere. pretty much every every episode. We talk about <laughs> every episode in, in, in every tap room, and, and we, we know all of those signs. Yeah. But again, I think it was just kind of nice to pivot from really putting the blame on the public and, and their pets and putting it more squarely where it belongs on us yeah. And, yeah. And, and actually – Getting our house in order, so to speak. Yeah. And, and then, you know, the, it kind of goes on at the end to so- solutions you can implement, uh, implement, implement now. Wow, wow, I'm having trouble saying those words. Um, <laughs> it's late for you. It's yeah, fine. It is late for me. <laughs> and, and some of these things I agree with, and, and it brings up that, that mid-level professional um, that is, is kind of a, 
I don't want to say it's a hot topic, but it's a contested topic of, you know, we could do a whole tap room on just that entire mm-hmm. thought process of, you know, we're, when we're talking about solutions you can implement now, that's not one of the things that we can do right now because that mid-level professional, um, you know, something that Ken talked about, uh, having that, what do yeah. you call it, a veterinary nurse practitioner type Some, role. Yeah. There's nobody there's nobody right now that can do that uh no that's that's that, that that's gonna involve schooling so that's that's you know even if we do have that role we're th- two three four five years away from that even being something possible oh, at, at least i was gonna say 10 or 20 <laughs> yeah well, yeah because i mean you've yeah. got to develop the program you've got to develop the, yeah. the standards you got to get it into the practice yeah. acts and getting into the practice yeah. practice practice acts is going to be something that's going to take 10 20 years so right you know right. that's not that's not a solution for now that's something to look right. forward to but yeah it's a great long-term goal yeah i love it yeah that's 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 not that's gonna not gonna fix right now it, yeah not at all um no no <laughs> that was the one um, thing that kind of like jumped out at me i'm like oh, here we go with this yeah. again uh, yeah yeah um, and I think it kind of summed it up as well as like leveraging technology, nurturing talent, supporting the team. And, yeah. and you know, I, I think that's by and large what it comes down to. It's going to come down to, you know, it's going to come down to dollars and cents. And mm-hmm. I don't mean cents like pennies. I mean cents like common sense. Like common sense, yeah. People are people are going to continue to leave if they're not appreciated, if they're not utilized, and if they're not paid. Right, right. Um, and if they're constantly being asked to stay late or come in early um and you know all of these things it's it just like how, how how long is that sustainable for it's it, just I not mean, it, it's just not and you know we we can look at that and say you know the the, the money part of it, it always jumps jumps up to the front forefront um you know if if you've got if you've got two or even three jobs like we talked about with karen in in the last in the mm-hmm. last uh episode you know if you've got two or three jobs and one of those jobs is is taking so much of your energy like uh, i i couldn't imagine you know back when i was working 40 hour weeks in er and icu having a second job i i can't imagine as a mid 40 year old person being able to do that and go to another job i just i just can't imagine doing it yeah Um, yeah if you want people to stay in this profession you have to treat it like it's a career and yeah without that you know we're we're just going to be spinning our tires in the mud and not getting anywhere there, there was a short period of time several years ago i'm going back probably 12 you know 12 15 years somewhere in there there was a period for about a year i had four jobs Oof. i i worked full-time uh the at the emergency clinic which was three 12-hour shifts i worked one shift a week at the general practice that i started at i taught at the vet tech school that i graduated from i taught one class a week there and then i worked one shift a week in the morning at a high volume spay and neuter clinic and, and piecing all that together, it was one full-time job and, and three other jobs that I worked one shift at. But for a period of like a year, I had four jobs. And, and it was like... Well, let me ask you this. Ah, barely enough to... I was, that's what I was going to ask. Was that because you wanted to do that or because that's how you, that's how you paid rent? Well, a, a little bit of both, to be honest yeah, with you, because yeah. I was do I wasn't just doing all clinical work. I had you know the teaching I really loved, yeah, yeah. Um, but the, but then three jobs were were clinical. Um, but I I loved doing all of them. But then it, the reality was, if I wanted to go for a, away for like two or three days, I had to get time off from like three different jobs. Yeah, like, yeah. It was it was logistically it was impossible right. to do anything. But it's not like I was making money hand over fist right. and. 
put money away for a rainy day, I was borderline surviving. So, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and that's that's just that's just the reality. Yeah, and, 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 and so many people are doing that now, and it's it's just yeah, it, it's just it, it it's has just to not. stop because we're not going to be able to keep people. We just aren't right. going to be able to keep people. We're, we're in the, not going to the keep them in the. We're not going to keep them in the field, and and uh, you know, you and I, we're, we're at the point of our career. We're looking back at things. There are yeah. people, you know, that, that we know that listen to our our podcast that are looking forward right. at these problems, right. and we're looking back through it, and we're kind of like, how in the world did we ever yeah. get here and, and get through it and survive? Whereas they're just starting out, and they're like, shoot, do I do I really want to exactly yeah. this? And is, is this going to be worth it? If I if I knew everything that I know now, and I was just starting out on a twenty six year career, I don't know if I'd sign up for that. To be honest, yes, yeah, I, I don't. Honestly, I don't know that I would either. I, I'd go to I'd be a meteorologist and work at the Weather Channel <laughs> in a heartbeat. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I think we've we've beaten that point to death. I think yeah. there's a couple other fun things we should we should pivot to. But um, we'll post the link to that article yeah. in case you haven't seen it, the Javma article. Um, highly recommend giving it a read because it's again it's very data heavy. Yeah. But I think it really gives some good understanding as to where some of the problems are coming from. I think we all kind of know a lot of it, but also some some ideas and things of that sort. So definitely check yeah. it out. So, Dave, you've been working on some merchandise. I have, been yeah. Doing, did you I'm, ever think you would be a, a, a designer? <laughs> uh, making making T-shirts to sell? No, making I, T-shirts I, and coffee mugs? I don't, I don't think I, I – that was not on my top five list of, of uh, career <laughs> options for me, but here we are. Um, yes, and, yes. And, again, once again, not doing it for the money. I'm um, doing right. it because I, I, I think it's kind of cool to have these things out there for our listeners to – the caffeinators to wear – um, yeah, you know, we made 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 a, made a couple T-shirts. Uh, I saw you made a beanie that I was gonna add to the store. Yeah, uh, we're gonna make a couple more mugs. We're gonna make a lot of stuff for Vet Tech Week, um, which is coming up next. Yeah. It starts next next Sunday. It starts. Um, yeah, so we're gonna have some some fun stuff for that. Yeah, um, so so keep an eye out on the website. We'll we'll make occasional posts. You know, if if new things are are. Um, are updated or what have you, but there, there should be a couple of fall slash Halloween related <laughs> products up there shortly that we're working on. Um, again, as, 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 as been well documented, you and I are not technologically savvy. So kind of getting some of this stuff oh, designed yeah. and in the correct format and then figuring out shipping and all of the logistical oh, stuff. Guys, I uh, cannot tell you how much time I spent trying to deal with the shipping of these things. Oh, Oh my goodness. Uh, but uh, but but we are certainly trying, and uh, we're having a little bit of fun with it as well when, yeah. when things work out right. So um, so keep an eye out for some of that stuff, um, and uh, and yeah, I I I'm going to be ordering some some stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, me too. This week. Yeah. So yeah, I'm looking forward to it. So um, and then I was at uh, Wild West. Yeah, this past weekend. This past weekend uh, it was actually really great. Um, so it ended yesterday. Um, I, I spoke for two hours Friday morning. So I flew up late Thursday night. Molly and I flew up. We stayed Thursday night. I lectured for two hours Friday. And then that was it. Uh, we stayed last night as well, but then flew, or excuse me, stayed Friday night as well, flew home mm-hmm. yesterday. And that was in Reno? Um, but it, that was in Reno, Nevada. Reno, yeah. It seemed like a really great conference. It's one that had been on my radar for a number of years. I'd never been up there before. Um, I had no idea it was as big as it was. It's, mm. it's a four-day conference. Wow. Um, I don't know, you know, in terms of this year versus years past, there was only one technician track. 
Um, but it was live streamed uh, as well, so it was in person and, um, and and you know live streamed. But uh, really, really great engaged audience. I got That's a lot great. of questions That's afterwards. Um, seemed like a really good turnout. To be honest, the exhibit hall. There's probably the same amount of exhibitors as there was at IVEX. Oh wow! Uh, yeah, That's so great. so really really great. Um, I strategically placed some Vet Tech Cafe <laughs> flags and stickers and business cards and buttons. So if you found one of those, shoot them shoot us a message and say hello. Um, but yeah, it was, maybe it was we should a do that. Really in the great future. conference. We should, uh, we should yeah. leave those out and like a scavenger hunt and yeah, and anyone that uh, that finds it will will give them a free T-shirt or something. Yeah, we'll send them a T-shirt <laughs> or a mug or something. That's, yeah, I think that's a fun, super great idea. Yeah. So hey, actually, let's start that right now. So caffeinators, if you were at Wild West Vet and you found somewhere where I placed the ribbons, the business cards, and the stickers, if you found one. Shoot us a message uh, either at Facebook or on Instagram or email us, um, and I'll be happy to send yeah. you a mug. Yeah, we'll send them a mug. Um, we'll, yeah, we'll send them something. So, so definitely, if you hear this, do that. Um, but yeah, if you if you're a California or Nevada resident, probably the easiest way to do this conference <laughs> in the future. But I highly recommend Wild West Vet. It's kind of the competing conference to um, you know Western uh, Western states yeah. and and in vegas or vmx in orlando or some of those but it's it was it was a really well put together conference really great group of people highly recommended and you, so, yeah, and you really met one of our it. future guests out there. i did yes we won't give yes. it away one, but one of our episodes this month will be uh somebody who recruited me to speak at that conference and she was my my room moderator uh for my session so um and and i think what we're going to be talking about which i i had I mean, obviously, she recruited me for the conference. I had no idea she was going to be there or, or certainly be in on my sessions. But what we're going to be talking about for that episode is something really, really, really yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I, I'm really excited for uh, for the caffeinators to hear that one. So uh, so definitely stay tuned there. Um, but, you know, speaking of upcoming episodes, this is October. This is our ad- yeah. anniversary month. Yeah. Crazy. Happy anniversary, buddy. <laughs> Happy anniversary. We are We are starting our third year this month. Yeah craziness I, I that's it just that's doesn't nuts it doesn't even seem like it's been that long no no absolutely not uh, i yeah. was looking i was looking back um at some of the documents uh for one of our earlier episodes for a reason that i won't i won't give out now um, but just <laughs> just looking at the format of our documents is like completely oh different um <laughs> I mean, our interview <laughs> documents now are, are pretty much like bullet points of here's the questions we want to ask. And right. this this document that I looked up was like basically uh, like a like a full on thought process streaming of consciousness <laughs> of just yeah. writing everything out. And I was like, oh, boy, how do we even get yeah, through this yeah. thing? <laughs> yeah, we, we have we have definitely improved there um, and. Well, I, I guess I, I that's probably up to our guests, but <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. Um but yeah, so um, what one 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 episode I, I will give away. Um, you know, I think it's going to be kind of our thing uh, as far as starting our year off or our our annual anniversary or what have you. But we're going to start every year with Liz Houston as long as yeah. she'll continue to do it with us. And so that will be one of our episodes this month. And it's it's there's going to be no script. Yeah, yeah. This is going to be a free form interview. This is going to be a free form. Where we no are questions. we at? We've got where are we going? <laughs> yeah, and, and and you know, I mean, 
you know as well as I do, Liz can carry a conversation. I have, I have. <laughs> we don't even need to be there. <laughs> we don't need to be there. I have no bones about that. But, but I'm really, I'm, I'm so excited for where that conversation will yeah. go. So, so definitely keep an eye out for that. But yeah, our we're starting our third year this month of October. So pretty oh, cool. Boy, and and thank you all for. I mean, without you guys listening, we would not be yeah. here. We would not be still doing this. Yeah, yeah. Um, if we were. <laughs> <laughs> if we if we had 10 15 followers we probably wouldn't still be doing this but we've got yeah. so many of you that have supported us through this process and given us words of encouragement and and told us that we're doing great for for the community so thank you guys yeah. for that we truly would not be doing this for for yeah. without you guys absolutely absolutely and we we get messages all the time with ideas for episodes yeah, or people yeah. we should interview so please keep sending those in um you know by no means are we running out of content there will always no. be something and that was one of the big things we were worried about like what are, what yeah, are we doing right? we run out of bts's <laughs> to talk we're to we're gonna get through we're gonna get through like six episodes and then what yeah um but uh but please keep coming to us with ideas because by no means do we have all the facets down of everything everybody's doing and Man, we've we've talked to some cool people that are yeah. doing amazing things yeah. in this field. So, so looking forward to this next year as well. So, well, that's all I've got, Dave. What that's you, all I got. Um, I'm I'm gonna get to bed because uh, I gotta. Be yeah, up. you gotta you gotta be up early. I gotta work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, well, it looks like the Sunday night football game was delayed, so I'm gonna settle in and watch the rest half of that. Oh, okay. And, uh, and, and enjoy and the rest that, uh, of my hope beer. That my quarterback does not catch up to you. Right. I, I, I will hope that I continue to beat you in fantasy football and that I also win our weekly pool. Ugh. I think that's fair. That's going to that's that's <laughs> crush me. That's going to crush me. <laughs> All right, caffeinators. Well, thanks again for tuning to, into the uh, Vet Tech Tap Room. Um, again, keep the ideas coming. Um, you know, Whether it's you or somebody else you think we should talk to, let us know who that is, and, and we'd love to talk to them. Um, Vet Tech Week is coming. Uh, keep an eye out for some posts regarding that. Um, we really hope you enjoy it and actually get some kind of more than just pizza, and, <laughs> right? Some rejuvenation and some excitement from it. Um, I've been in some places make, where they 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 give you meals like every, like you don't have to bring mm-hmm. meals for the entire week because they provide lunch, dinner, yeah. uh, breakfast sometimes. Uh, yeah, I, I don't, I don't want to be dissing on the on the pizza parties, but you know we need right. we need a little bit more than that <laughs> right absolutely so I, I hope you guys get some good swag when we make posts post on there what what yeah tell us know, what, what you're your getting hosp- yeah what your hospital did or didn't do honestly yeah. um and in you know hopefully you know we can just generate some some optimism if yeah. nothing else yeah. that, that you know and because and, the holidays are coming and it's just going to be crazy now for the next couple of months so hopefully this is uh a rejuvenating step towards that so i sure hope so yeah caffeinators thank you very much for tuning in to the vet tech tap room tonight we hope you guys are well and uh, dave i'll talk to you soon yeah we'll we'll be recording a couple episodes <laughs> we'll be re- this week. Re- yeah recording a couple episodes on tuesday so i'll talk to you then all right bye guys <laughs> all right bye guys